Send It All podcast with your hosts, Lucian Nodder and Brad Stone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Send It All podcast. I'm your host, Lucian Nodder, and joining me as always is the co-host of this wonderful, great show, Mr. Brad Stone. Brad, how you doing? I'm doing great. Four and two. Feeling good. Uh, Lucian. Yes. I would say many people say week seven is the make or break week of the year. You know, you're feeling good. Maybe you're three and three. Maybe you're two and four. You're still hoping. Maybe you're four and two. Maybe you're looking at the bye. But more importantly, are you looking at the Toilet Bowl Championship? (laughs) Uh, You know what? I think right now it's halfway through the season. And really, it's anybody's game still. There's only two games that separate the 13th ranked team with the first place ranked team. So no one's out of it. No one's in the toilet bowl yet. You can still, there's still time to turn around your, your league if you're not doing, or your team if you're not doing well this, this year. So I don't think it's make or break, but we're definitely getting down to the line, especially with a lot more bias coming, coming up. Yeah, you know, there's, the bye weeks are starting to hit. Um, some substantial guys on bye this week. We'll get to that a little bit later, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's interesting, you know, now is when... Those trades that you made early are paying off. Maybe they're hurting you. Maybe it's time to make a trade. Yeah, maybe it is. Um, I've noticed that this year I have not made as many trades as in past years. I've only made one in-season and one preseason. Um, but you know what? It's a different strategy, trying to change things up. And I'm looking at a lot of the teams that have been trading all, all season, and I'm not sure their teams are better for it. So maybe well, it's a good thing I'm not doing too many too many trades. You know, I'm sure everything will be solved come November 3rd. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about a little little thing here. Last weekend, we did not get a podcast recorded because you were out of town at our dear leader's wedding. And I just want to know, how was it? Well, I can't talk about it at all. That's why I wasn't able to make any phone calls or, you know, obviously join the, the podcast first and foremost. Total media blackout. Can't talk about it. Uh, all I will say, it was the most beautiful wedding I've ever been to. I've never seen two more people more in love. Uh, it was very COVID safe and just very happy for our dear, dear leader, Kim Jong Wes. And of course, his new wife, potentially the 2020, 2021 title. Who knows? Who knows? That would be a nice wedding present. Um, but you know what teams, like you said, it's make or break. I want to know who are the hottest trending teams in the league right now and who is heading in the wrong direction. Uh, do you have a pick for each category? Oh, up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's getting hot. Who's cooling off heaven or hell. Okay. (laughs) Well, who's cooling off. It's gotta be the quarantine hut. He's just He's just been cool all season. I've never seen any fire out of him. If he doesn't make a trade, he's going to lock in that toilet bowl championship. Lucian, what do you think about the quarantine hut? I uh, I don't know if I can say that he's cooling off because, like you said, he never really heated up. Uh, it's just been it's been ice cold all season. He did finally make one trade and was a little bit of a head scratcher, but with the news that Michael Thomas is injured again with a hamstring. Maybe it was for the best. Uh, you just hate to see it, and you hope that he can you know, change things around, but it's not looking good, heading in the wrong direction. Well, minus 128 is the coldest temperature ever recorded on this, our good planet, the Earth. And he's probably, if 128's the worst, he's probably at 114 now. He's still got 14 degrees to go here, Lucian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? It could happen. It could get even colder. I actually have evidence that it has been getting colder. We'll get to that in a second. All right. We'll lay the next one on me. Who's getting colder on your end, Lucian? Uh, someone getting colder. I would have to say it is sucking up the victories after coming out Whoa. fast, coming out red hot, highest scoring team of the week, week one. He has just been on a decline. He had to 
series of injuries that battered his team, players who, you know, just ended up being duds. And he's made some trades, and I'm not sure that they've been paying off. Uh, it's looking like he's heading in the wrong direction. What do you think? I agree. He he came out so hot. Then he was got a little desperate about two weeks ago, was offering some unhinged trades. And you can see why. He was trying to sell terrible players. But everybody that listens to this podcast knows Robbie can really try and sell his own players to take your better ones. Uh, Lucian, I'm coming right back at, at you. You know who I think is getting colder? Uh, I have one guess, but who is it? Bama Joe, War Eagle these Bama days. Joe. Man, it is Roll Tide is a distant memory. The guy's gone from uh, in the playoffs the last two weeks. He's dropped to 10th place. Wow. Wow, you hate to see it. Uh, I have another name on this list as well. He actually has the current loss streak record. Three losses in a row. That's none other than Mr. Minor or the land of the McCaffrey. Uh, it really, you know, great teams know how to not lose back-to-back, and he's lost three in a row. What does that say about his team, Brad? You know, he came on this podcast, so credit to him. Um, same thing happened to our uh, number one Chiefs fan in the league. Of course, that's Nestor. Number two these days is probably Hogan. Hogan's a huge Chiefs fan. Never seen him cheer for the Raiders once. But anyway, yeah, minor. Playing him this week, feeling pretty good about it. He's still sliding. Uh, we'll get into how well my defense did this week in a little bit. But Miner, he's on the double black without any skis. He's falling down the hill. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of uh, – or now we talked about who's getting colder. Who's getting hotter? Uh, I got one candidate for this, and it is the Wake and Drake, Eric Millers, on a current four-game win streak. Uh, if that's the def- if that's not the definition of heating up, I don't know what is. What do you think? We're talking about Wake and Drake. Yes, we are. Well, Wake and Drake, clearly, clearly on a hottie. He's on a heaty, on a hizzy. He's looking good out there. Uh, you know, he's in fourth. I'm in fifth. I love where it's at right now. I can't wait to play him in the playoffs. All right. Well, I'm looking to end his hot streak this week. We'll see how it goes, though. Uh, before we move on, any other players you think are heating up? No, um, I think Joe, excuse me, um, I think the Fresh Prince of Hell Air, potentially, you know, Mr. Jason, could be a potential candidate for being ice cold after losing two straight. I mean, there's been no more pro Jason people than you and I, Lucian. That's true. Uh, well, you know, Let's go into point leaders right now. It's the uh, if the season ended today, these are the leaders in terms of points scored. Um, but before we get into that, Karen does not think that being a point total leader is important. Do you think this is this is true, or do you think this is false? Well, you know, Banker Cat says it's all about the wins. Mm-hmm. I never want to agree with Karen, but it is all about the wins. But points are what create wins. So I would say it's a very symbiotic sort of situation, Lucian. Okay, I would agree with that. Uh, but your point, Lloyd, uh, your point leaders this week, if the season were to end today because of COVID or whatever reason, in first place and new leader, the rise of Skylar Walker with 798.19 points. Uh, just edging out Fresh Prince of Hilaire at 789.11 points. And then coming in new to the list, top three, it's Thomas for the first time, Kamara Meha. 750.11 points. Uh, those are the top three highest scoring teams. Two of them are four and two. One is two and four. So uh, take it for what you will, but they have scored more points than anyone else in the league. Well, obviously it's all about the rise and Lucian. Rise. Is the rise, rise. happening? Now, rise. I got a little confused. It, are we doing a uh, the Dark Knight Rises sort of thing? We're doing the Rise of Skylar Walker? Like a... It's all of the above. All right. it's, it's just so it's just everything. All memes are allowed. Any any hero who has fallen and had to rise up to meet the occasion, that's what we're going for. Oh. So should we go and just say that you at two and four, I mean, with the most points, what's going on here? Uh well, a little bit of bad luck, a little bit of bad management. Uh I take full responsibility. 
I think uh, I think I should be about five and one, but you know, poor choices and then uh, start start sits and some bad luck uh, put me at two and four. And you know, it is what it is. You have to keep going forward. You know, face adversity head on. And this is what this is what teams are made of. Keep going, Lucian. All right, and you know what? We're not going to stop. We're not going to quit. We believe in ourselves. We believe we can get this done. We're going to get a win for the Skylar Walkers, win for the Kyler Murrays, win for the Cardinal Nation, and bring home that trophy. Okay. And now there's also the lowest point scores in the league. These are your toilet bowl contenders seven weeks into the season. In first place and by far the favorite, it's the Quarantine Hut with 498.75 points. Making it new on this list, coming at number two is Suck Up the Victories, Robbie with 638.95 points. And another newcomer to the Toilet Bowl list, it's Bama Joe in third place with 649.85 points. Uh, we both discussed Robbie and Bama Joe cooling off, and they both found themselves in the hunt for the Toilet Bowl. Well, you know, it's been really hard to have to say War Eagle these last few weeks, and you hate to see what from suck up the victories went from his high of winning the green bowl to perhaps now losing not feeling so high (laughs) (laughs) and then obviously we talked about the quarantine hell we talked about the maximum negative temperature ever seen on earth and the quarantine hunt edging towards it now to put things into a little bit of perspective here The difference between the highest scoring team and the lowest scoring team is 299.44 points. Now, if the average is about 100 points a game per team, that's almost a three-game difference in points between the highest and the lowest team in this league. That's like my team has played eight games to uh, Travis's five games. That's a lot of points. Well, you know, it's about the Jims and the Joes, not the X's and O's. (laughs) Yes, it is. All right, enough of this stuff. Let's get into the week six recap. We're going to start off with our game of the week. It was Kamara Meha, who is now four and two versus Bama Joe, who sits at three and three. Thomas took this one. Uh, you and Jason both predicted it correctly. I thought Joe was going to take this one, but you know what? Roll Tide just didn't roll hard enough. Uh, what do you think about this game, Brad? Well, Kamara Meha, I, I could just tell was going to come out real hot this week. Actually, the headline, now that I'm looking at it, Kamehameha smashes Bama Joe, climbs to second place, War Eagle. If we want to break it down a little bit, I mean, Bama Joe's starting Andy Dalton. No no offense, but if you're starting Andy Dalton, that's just admitting defeat. That means you're like, ah, I'm cool with scoring 85 points and moving on to next week. I got to find another Bama quarterback. Joe, there's not a lot of Bama quarterbacks in the NFL. What do you think, Lucian? Um, I think it's made even more worse by how much he spent on Andy Dalton, but we'll get into that later. I believe he did pick up Tua. Wasn't Tua a Bama quarterback? Tua Tanga Levoa. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he's the answer to his team's need, team's needs. But uh, that was the first matchup. Now we're going to go into the meh game of the week. It was the Rise of Skywalker versus Cooking Pies. Uh, with my team taking down Petey's team, two and four. Uh, Petey's team is now four and two. Uh, we all predicted this one right. Really, it didn't look like that much of a matchup. You know, Petey was starting some really backup players. He had a lot of players on bye, and it just seemed like an easy win. So there's not much to talk about here. But any thoughts on this game? It's just classic. It's all about the rise, Lucian. It's all, all about, about the rise. rise. We will rise. Um, I would say... Just thinking about it, this is typical Karen behavior, just just typical. I mean, if if I look, he didn't start a running back. I mean, he, it's it's quite the uh, Karen move. She's taking her ball. She's going home. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. Okay, moving on. We have over the land of McCaffrey versus Paul will never own the trophy. It's Minor versus West. West wins this one, going to three and three. Knocking down Minor to three and three as well. We all predicted this. Uh, still, was there anything that surprised you about this matchup? Congrats again, Wesley. Great wedding. Great wedding win. Uh, Minor might have said that he let Wes win as a wedding present. We'll never know. Maybe he's just trying to say that to save face. Either way, Wes walks away victorious. Moving on to Foreign Hub versus Fresh Prince of Elaire. Fornhub knocks off the former number one in the league, Fresh Prince of Hilaire. 
Pornhub sitting at three and three. Fresh Prince is sitting at four and two. We all picked Jason to win this one, so I'd say it's a little bit of an upset. What do you think Nestor did this week that gave him the victory? Hey, he came on the podcast two weeks ago. He he talked, and you know he had a he had a bad week right after, but the man's fighting back. You know he's backing up what he was talking about. We always love honesty here on the Send It All podcast, the most honest podcast on the internet. Moving on, we have Suck Up the Victories versus Banker Cat. One and only Brad Stone moves to four and two when he knocks off Robbie, who now falls to two and four. Brad, you and I both saw this coming. We knew how good your team was. But Jason, for some reason, picked Robbie. And for that, he gets the L. What'd you think about this matchup, Brad? Just win, baby. Just win. Uh, Big Ben only came out with 14.6 points. Meanwhile, his team scored 38. That's a little disappointing on my end, but James Conner. Miles Sanders, Will Fuller, and of course, some really good tight end and defense play. Not a not surprised at all. The bigger question is, man, Robbie, what happened? Yeah, it happened indeed. Uh, well, Brad, you know you got Deontay Johnson coming back, so I expect brighter days for Ben Roethlisberger. Next up, we have Wake and Drake versus the Quarantine Hut. Eric easily wins this one, going to four and two and sending Quarantine Hut to one and five. Both Jason and myself picked Eric to win this one, but you went contrary, and Brad, you picked Travis to win. What was the thought process behind this pick? You know, I, I misread what the lowest temperature on Earth has ever been, and <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm glad we. I finally got on the record and said he's at 124 now out of 138. So you know that, that just it. I just made an Excel error. It's an Excel error. All right. right. Uh, We allow human error on this podcast. It happens from time to time. Uh, But good win, Eric. Um, We'll see how it goes this week. Uh, Our last game of the week was El Chubacabra versus Wes's stepfather. Um, Paul wins this one. Goes to three and three. Wes's stepfather falls at two and four. We all picked Hogan to win this one. Um, So in a way, this was an upset as well. Uh, did this game go how you imagined? What do you think of this? Horrible Hogan gets the win. I I, was, I mean the loss. He got the loss. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Horrible Hogan. Got we the we loss. all we all win because he loses. We oh yeah. Well, yeah yeah. Okay. Well, you know I I don't really want to pull this game up right now. Clearly Hogan is just delusional about what he's talking about. The Chupacabra. Is I think going to come after goats. So those of us that have won a title, uh, we sh- we need to watch our backs right now. The chupacabra is on the prowl. It eats goats. It sucks the blood out of goats. We we better be like band together here, guys. This is getting a little scary. Yes. Yeah, so- ha It's <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> <sighs> That's Paul. Paul picked a team name. About a character that sucks blood. It just begs jokes like Paul sucks. Paul's team sucks. Actually, uh, oh, for the record, though, he appropriated a, oh, this is you true. Know, a name. Give it yeah, back. He, Give it back, Paul. It's not yours. Yeah, it's, a pro- it's cultural appropriation, Paul. Not cool. Uh, I think he's changed his name to the Goat Suckers, right? That is the yes. English version. You're either that or just the Paul football team, but <laughs> either way. The Paul fantasy team. Uh, but yeah, those were our breakdown of our recaps of last week. Uh, for the first time this year, we have a t- three-way tie in the prediction scorecard. You, myself, and Jason all predicted four, uh, four and three on our predictions, four right, three wrong, um, sending us to a grand total of Brad, you're in the lead at 24 and 18. I'm right behind you at 23 and 19, and our guests are right behind me at 22 and 20. Um yeah, it's been a close race this year. I couldn't believe it. So this, I'm blown away. I, I, I mean, some would say this is more important than who actually wins the fantasy league. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I some, mean, many, many people are saying that. Uh, it's. I read it all over the internet every day, everywhere I go. Uh, Dude, I, Paul won't stop tweeting about it. It's oh, kinda, Paul on his tweets. Oh kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but our guest ranks. Um, in first place still, 7-0, it's Eric, followed up by Wes at 5-2. Jason squeaks in at 4-3 and three at number 3. Minor at number 4, it's 3-4. and four. Paul comes in at number 5 at 2-5, and, and Nestor brings up the rear at number 6 with 1-6. and six. 
Uh, those are our prediction breakdowns, and we're going to the lamestream media fake news and injury reports. Not much this week. There was a few injuries. Uh, I think the biggest one that we missed from last week was that Dak got a compound compound fracture and dislocated a, his ankle, and now he's out for the season, which means it's Dalton time. Uh, we had one game watching Dalton, and it did not look good. Uh, Brad, how do you think this bodes for Cowboys wide receivers? I think uh, Amari Cooper still is going to be fine. Gallup will have some spots. I think this actually helps their tight end uh, based off the number of targets he had. I think it's Toyer or Toyan. Uh, he's probably going to be okay. Amari, you're fine. Gallup, maybe. Other than that, I, I think this hurts, definitely hurts Zeke the most. Oh, I don't think it hurts Zeke. Um, actually, one of the things that people are talking about, how Zeke is going to have to take this team on his back without a strong quarterback in the pocket. Um, and you can kind of see that in the Monday night game against the Cardinals. Is he was really trying to be that leader, and uh, he was just overthinking things and fumbling, fumbled twice. Um, and so I think he needs well, to take a little bit of pressure off himself. But Lucian, but even before this game, he had more fumbles than he had had ever. So he, I think he's had five fumbles now. His previous record was two over the course of a 16-game season. It's, it's that concerning? Uh, not for me, just because if he does fumble his way out of a starting job, I still have Pollard on my team, and I'll just start him. So I think Ooh. they're interchangeable. And I am ready. I am ready for all situations, and I'm not worried. Polly um, Pocket, I like it. Someone who should be worried is Jason, because Joe Mixon has not been practicing, and he may not play this week. Uh, do you think this is a serious injury, or, or what, Brad? Joe Mixon can't hold up for the, over the course of a season. We all know this. Those of us who are experts like yourself and I, Lucian, <laughs> we all know Joe Mixon. Flash in the pan. Overrated. Overrated. Uh, how about Zach Ertz? He's out for several weeks with an injury. Uh, the guy tonight, Richard Rodgers, put up an 85-yard game. Zach Ertz has only put up a 70-yard game at the highest all year. Um, do you think he can return this year? And if he does, is he going to be in, uh, in any kind of form to start? I hope he does. Uh, it just seems like that Eagles offense, though, or excuse me, they, they're, just, they're just not the same anymore. It, Ertz just seems old. Yeah. He does. It's sad. Uh, they were talking about trying to trade him because Goddard is uh, is emerging and he's coming back after from injuries. So we'll see what's well, in store for Zach Ertz. Lucian, I kind of have a comparison though. I think he's Jason Witten. He's been the Jason Witten. You know, everybody loves him. Great player. The media loves him. Great guy. Uh, Jason Witten did nothing in fantasy for like ten years, and people still said, "Oh, start Jason Witten." That, that that has become Zach Ertz. He's a great guy. We all love him. But fantasy-wise, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I know that Wes has him, and he picked up Hunter Henry to uh, replace him. Might have been a good pickup. Uh, next up, we have a fellow Eagles player. It is Miles Sanders out several weeks. Brad, this guy's on your team. How do you feel about this injury? Do you think it's serious? I'm kind of getting over this Miles Sanders experience. This kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, great player. He runs so hard. Like, you can tell he loves the game. Uh, but this is why I drafted three stud running backs, and I'm doing fine at it that helps. position. When Miles, when you're ready to go again, we'll, we'll play. That was a good move. That was, this, is what, this is what happens when you have good coaches on your team. You're, you're ready for adversity like this. Uh, next up, we have news on CMC. He might be returning week nine. Uh, do you think that uh, he'll be back? And if he is, do you think he'll be as good as he was pre-injury? When he comes back, he'll be a stud. Yeah. Uh, well, that's actually, some people maybe, doubted. Maybe. Some people who've cited other players with the same injury. Who... Lucia, now, now that I say that, they did just pay him. They did just pay him, and he... He and the team might just take it easy. You don't want to get hurt again, you know? Yeah, you know. And Mike Davis is filling in just as well as uh, Christian McCaffrey with him out. So maybe the Panthers are realizing they don't need CMC to run this offense. Maybe, they, maybe they'll try to trade him. Who knows? Uh, but that brings us to Mr. Fitzmagic. Uh, Fitzmagic, sorry. He was benched for Tua. It's Tua time. Uh, he was actually doing pretty well for the Dolphins, so it's a little bit surprising to bench him right now. 
Uh, do you have any thoughts on this? What do you, what can you make of it? I just read he went to Harvard. I'd never heard that. <laughs> Did you also know he has a long beard? What kind of beard? Uh, a hairy one. Hmm. Like Dumbledore? <laughs> yeah, he's got a Dumbledore beard. Okay. That's why they call him Fitzmagic. Oh, which house was he in? Uh, I believe he was a Hufflepuff. I could see him being a Hufflepuff. <laughs> Maybe a Ravenclaw. I don't know. Oh, he did, he did go, go to Harvard, Harvard, if you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, last on this list, Raheem Mostert, ankle sprain out several weeks. Uh, not too important. He's kind of been banked up this season. Uh, let's get into trade wars. We actually have a lot of trades in the last couple of weeks. We're going to start off with some of the older ones. This is between Robbie and Jason. It was Mixon and Gallup for Edmonds, Ayuk, and 40 Wab. Uh, Brad, did you like this trade? Uh, or what did you feel? How did you feel about this? Actually, I was feeling good about that one. Uh, anytime there's Wab included, it just kind of kind of greases the wheels, you know? So they, they both seemed happy. Jason, Jason's kind of sliding, though. He's getting a little cold, but Robbie... He got no warmer. <laughs> he did not. Um, yeah, it sucks. He, he traded for Edmonds, and then he was expecting Edmonds to take over that backfield, and then Kenyon Drake goes out and puts up this monster game this week. Uh, and meanwhile, Mixon, you know, has also been in the uh, in the top 10 in running backs this year, uh, although despite the injury. Uh, but, yeah, it was a pretty – I thought Jason might have won this trade a little bit, um, but, you know, only time will tell. Uh, next up, we have Robbie and Wes. It was Matt Ryan and the Bears for Minshew and the Titans. Uh, I think Robbie again, you know, he must have been panicky. He's making these trades, and I thought, I thought he let he get he let a good one go. And Matt Ryan, who just got Julio Jones back, uh, but how do you feel about it? Yeah, I, I think our dear leader wins this one. You know, he did have to give up like a pretty solid defense, but I mean, the Bears back. I, I love it when there's those little, little little things that just get a deal done. So. Love the deal. Our dear leader, you got him again. Yeah, and Minshew's already on the waiver wire, so he basically just gave up Matt Ryan for free. Uh, next up, we have Miner and Travis. It was Jonathan Taylor and Mike Williams from Michael Tomic and J.D. McKissick. At the time, I was really scratching my head because Travis had held on to Michael Thomas so tight all season, he did not want to trade him, and then he just let him go for, for pennies on the dollar. Um, but in the end, it might have been the right move because Michael Thomas is injured again. Uh, but what were your initial thoughts on this trade, Brad? Hey, I, I handed it to Travis. At least he's trying. He's He finally realized he had to sell Michael Thomas. Selling Michael Thomas is a hard thing to do, although I think he, he could have done better. But overall, it got Travis some players. He's got a shot to avoid the toilet bowl now. And that's what we care about. That's all that matters at this point. Uh, next up, we have Paul and PD. Carson Wentz for Alexander Madison. They snuck this one in at the end of last week. Um, I think PD basically said he was going to drop Carson Wentz unless someone wanted him, and he ended up getting the handcuff for his starting running back. So it looks like it worked out for both teams. But what do you think? Kind of a kind of a meh trade, but it was made. Eh, meh trade of the week. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Wes and Thomas. It was Devontae Freeman for Austin Hooper. Um, this one came. No, no, no. This was this was Wesson Minor, right? No, no, no. This was Wesson Thomas. Yeah, Devontae Freeman for Austin Hooper. Um, well, right off the bat, I mean, Devontae Freeman got injured this game, so he didn't really is, help Thomas out at all. Is uh, Devontae Freeman like why? Why would you ever believe in Devontae Freeman? I mean, what are you in twenty sixteen? That's yeah. insanity. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess he was so just desperate as a bye week. Dear leader, dear leader wins again. He is really winning all these trades. Uh, I think that's why, you know, that poster went up and uh, we urge you all to contact the Send It All Podcast authorities if you're approached by trades by any of those three men on the poster. Uh, we have two more here. Wes and Miner. This was a big one. It was Derek Henry, Derek Henry, Kenny Galladay, and Gasicki for CMC, Julio, and Hunter Henry. Um, big, big trade. What do you think of it? Man, that is a big trade. You know, obviously I had Gesicki on my team. Uh, I can tell you from the practices and from working with the guy, he's a fraud. 
Uh, he <laughs> might he might get twenty five one week, but the guy has no commitment, no consistency. So so with that, man, that's just tough. That's just tough. Uh, I'd say whoever got Derrick Henry won. You got the best player. Whoever gets the best player wins the trade, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I give it a slightly to West, but it was pretty fair overall. Um, do you think Miner should have to change his team name? Over the land of the McCaffrey is a, is a mouthful. And you know what? It's a lot of work just to write that down in all the outlines. So do you think he should change his team name now that he doesn't have CMC on his team? That'd be a nice gesture. It's probably pretty lazy of Miner, you know, after joining <laughs> the podcast last week and admitting if he lost uh to me then his team name would have to be king banker cat for the next two weeks so you know we'll we'll see what he says okay sounds good uh last trade on this list is uh one i just made today it was between me and thomas i traded jameson crowder for the ravens defense um brad what'd you think about this one did you even know it happened i saw it happen i saw you were starting crowder and when i was looking at his stats what is he like number 16 wide receiver uh, I think he's 21 on the season. That's when yeah. he's missing two games. But, yeah, and it'll blow you away if you look at his stats. The guy's on fire. He's absolutely on fire. So to give up the Ravens' D, I mean, it's a good defense, but I'd rather have Crowder. Uh, yeah, you know, Crowder was my least valued player on my team. Um, and the Ravens' defense, after the news of, uh, of um, what's his name, Ngakwe got traded to the Ravens, uh, and just seeing all the points that they had put up so far this year, uh, I just really would. I really wanted a difference maker at a position um, that's kind of a throwaway position um, that people stream a lot. So uh, that was my reasoning behind that trade. So you're feeling good with uh, the Ravens D? I am, yeah. And I'm also feeling good having Claypool and Deontay Johnson. Uh, I think they're both Ooh. the two top wide receiver targets for Ben Roethlisberger. And in bye weeks, they've already had their bye weeks. So when my other wide receivers have their buys, I'm confident starting both of them in my starting lineup. I think they could both put up a lot of points at the same time each week. Well, Lucian, you're number one in points. So preach away, my man. All right. Well, that brings us to Brad's ads. Brad, is there anything you'd like to sell before we bring on our special guest? Brad is going to defer some ads to Petey. It's all about equal time, guys. To me? <laughs> I wasn't expecting to do ads. I thought we have our special guest Karen on. I was gonna say, should we address the elephant in the room? Uh, I don't want to talk. <laughs> I don't know about any elephants, but we could talk about the Karen in the room. Well, let's get, let's just go with the committee. You know the people that always run those beautiful ads that make people feel so special. Like it's called the Committee for a Better Life. Let's just run one of those. You know. If you're feeling down as a fantasy football player, if it's just kind of hurting, if it's not going well, just know you're so important. You're so important to our league. And the league wouldn't really exist without you. So if you're two and four or one and three, just know the league is here for you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good ad. All right. Like Shania Twain or something, right? With the dogs? Something like that. <laughs> I don't know who's singing it. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin or something. Yeah. Uh, but you guys know by now, our special guest this week is the none other than the one and only Michael, a.k.a. Karen Petey Peters. <laughs> you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own the name now. I don't even mind it anymore. Oh, it's it pretty. It's a, it's a pretty good name. It was a pretty good one, Brad. I'll give you that. <laughs> Do you mind if I call you KP? KP? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I might take a little offense to that. But. Can I call you KP? It is. I love it. <laughs> creep, creep, guys, creepy Peters. Creepy. Wow. Okay. Creepy oh, Peters. Well, it Jeez. is Halloween. I mean, I don't know, Michael Peters. What's Spooky going on season. over there? Stop spooking us, Peters. All right. Spooky so can I call season. you KP? <laughs> if you want to go forward with that, bully Brad. Bully Brad. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Brad, you know, bullying is a very serious offense. How do you, how do you feel about this? Being called a bully by, by none of them PD. I'm, I, you know, I'm the banker cat. Uh, my success just upsets people. Yeah, he's just jealous. <laughs> I think jealous? it might be that low uh, point against total. Or something like that. I don't know. 
Okay, guys, are you ready to play the game <laughs> Wacky Web? What? Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I'm skipping over something. Petey, we played last week. Oh, God. Yes, we yeah. did. <laughs> I could tell by that reaction that you know, you know what happened. That's right. Yeah. The rise. I mean, honestly, you got a good I'm win. I'm not going to discount up. that at all, but. I'm going to rise up. <laughs> Creepy Peters. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is you, Lucian. We will rise. The Scarlet Walkers will demand our league, and we will rise in victory. So you're the Empire now? We are the Chosen Ones. Okay. <clears throat> we are the Empire. We are the Rebellion. We are all, and we are nothing. You are the Scarlet Universe? Walkers. Yes. You heard it here first. Petey thinks we are his universe. <laughs> no, you had a good game. I, I mean, my team. I'm not gonna say you know I you lost tried. because of it. You but tried. I you was lost in a pretty. Your team didn't win. I was in a pretty bad position. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You often find yourself in those in those bad positions, but you know what? You just got to keep moving until you get in a good position. Got to bob and weave. Bob and weave. Okay, guys. Now it's time. Now we can talk about the game. The Wacky Web, it's two weeks worth of waiver wire pickups. You know the rules. If you like it, you kiss it. If you don't, you slap it. First up, we have Hogan picking up Fitzmagic for 110 Wab. Now we have, the, we have the fortune of uh, uh, the benefit of hindsight here. <laughs> Fitzmagic was just benched for Tua. We'll never see Fitzmagic play again. Uh, do you kiss 110 Wab for Fitzpatrick? Beat <laughs> Uh, I think it's a pretty obvious slap, (laughs) but I mean, even without the the hindsight, 110 WAB for a Miami quarterback just. Brad can't get. I mean, I know, I know, Hogan doesn't give a shit about WAB, so. But Pete, but Petey, did you know he went to Harvard? (laughs) Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I'm very well aware. Did you know that he appeared like Dumbledore and was in? No, he he didn't go to Yale. He went to Harvard. Yeah, did you I know, don't know if yes, I did. Did you know he's, he's played a smart for guy. a lot of teams? Yes, I think I don't know. I saw some other stat with him and Josh McCowan are the most influential people in the NFL because they've played for like 17 teams in the last 10 years. Wow. Horrible Hogan strikes again. <laughs> I'm slapping it. Are you slapping it, Petey? Oh yeah. It's three slaps. Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> for the Fitz tragic pickup of the Fitz tragic. Uh, okay. All right, moving on. Uh, we have the next highest bid. It was Lucian, myself, picking up Claypool for 63 Wab. Brad, what do you think? Are you going to kiss this? Are you going to slap this? What do you think of the Claypool? Man, I'm kissing it. it. It's two in a row. That That's amazing. And if you look at the target chair, which, you know, obviously your Send It All podcast hosts do, it's not looking good for Juju. It seems like it's a Claypool and Deontay Johnson team. Yeah, yeah, Juju's going bye-bye. So 63 to get a potentially wide receiver two? Yeah. I'm I mean, kissing. I'm kissing it. I'm smooching it. Hey, he's currently ranked a wide receiver one. He's sitting at number 13. Uh, but PD, kissing or slapping? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of web, but yeah, I'll kiss that because he's been coming up strong now. And I think looking at it, he's like now currently ranked like the 13th overall. So you got a pretty good deal. I tried to go in on it too, but you obviously outbid me. Uh, well, I mean, anything looks like a kiss compared to the, the fifth tragic pick. Um, <laughs> yeah, he dropped him. I'm looking at it right now too. I mean, obviously you would. Uh, all right. Next up, we have Travis picking up Joshua Kelly for 47 Wab. Um, Brad, what are you kissing this? Are you slapping it? How do you feel? He's, he's finally spending some Wab. He, he's trying. Uh, I wish he had gotten Boston Scott for 47. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, he's trying. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bro hug it. I'm going to bro hug. Okay. Uh, what about you, Petey? I would kiss that. I mean, it's a good pickup. He's definitely struggling for some RBs, so he's got to try to do what he can. So I think it was a good pickup. Yeah, me too. Uh, all around, great, good job, Travis. Uh, keep him coming. Just wish you would have got Boston Scott. But unfortunately, Robbie picked up Boston Scott for 41 WAB, outbidding Travis by one WAB point. Petey, I mean, we obviously watched the game tonight. Boston Scott put up great numbers. I have to think we all are going to kiss this one. 
Yeah, I was trying to get him too, but he outbid me, unfortunately. But yeah, that last touchdown catch sort of put him over the top and got him some good, decent points. So I would kiss it. Yeah, Brad? Unfortunately, I have to kiss it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the kiss is going to seem even better when you see the next person. Joe picked up Andy Dalton for 40 WAB. That's one less WAB point than Boston Scott. Uh, and Dalton looked like a Fulton because he was not good. Um, kissing it, slapping it, Petey, what are you doing to it? I don't know. The water pistol is no longer the red rifle or whatever they used to call him. He's he's pretty bad, so I would uh, I would be slapping that. Yeah, slap, slap, slap. Brad, you slapping it? Slap. How can you not? I mean, seriously. I don't even know why I put it on here. Uh, but <laughs> Joe comes in again, picking up Frank Gore for 30 WAB. Slap, slap. slap. <laughs> yeah, slap. that's a lot of money for Frank Gore. All right, what about Wes Tannehill? 15, 15. WAB, kiss it. Tannehill's looking good this year. Yeah, he's good. looking good. I'm kissing it. Kissing it. Good job. Okay, Jared Cook, 13 WAB. Kiss or slap, Petey? Oh, we're doing rapid fire now, huh? You know. Uh, who picked him up? Show going. <laughs> who picked him up? Uh, I believe it was Joe Bama Joe. Uh, slap it. All right, Brad. <laughs> Bro hug. Bro hug. Uh, I, do, I don't care. Um, I'm just going to give it a handshake and say, good day, sir. Uh, Joe also picked up Tua, the Bama quarterback, for 13 WAB. Petey, how you feel about this one? Uh, it's a bro hug or something because, honestly, you don't know what's going to come out with that. And I mean, it's not too much WAB, but I guess it's little risk for maybe a big reward. I mean, he spent 40 on Dalton, so maybe hopefully this is better. But Brad, kiss or slap? I'm kissing it just because it's all the Roll Tide plan. Just how many Bama players can I have? And can I make the playoffs? And that's all I'm ever going to talk about for the next 40 years. All right. Well, you picked up, Brad, Jimmy G for 12 WAB. Did you have any thoughts about picking up Tua or was Jimmy G your target all along? I wanted Jimmy G. If you look at his schedule, I think it's fine. But I also am going to slap myself for this because I was the only one that bid on him. Uh, it happens. So I'm sometimes. slapping. All right. Petey, slap or kiss? I'd say that's a slap. Jimmy G, I don't know. He's been in and out, and Niners offense, just one week they're great, one week they're not. All right, three slaps. Nestor comes in, picking up Gio Bernard with the talks that Mixon might not play this week. Gets him for 11 WAB. Brad, what would you think of this pickup? Kiss or slap? Little Gio, Pat. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm slapping. Slapping it? Okay. Petey, you feeling the same way? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with his mustache in the picture, but... He, I don't looks think like he's a, been... he looks like a cop in like a sitcom <laughs> from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. I don't think he's been doing much at all. I mean, I know Mixon's hurt, but no, nah, that's a slap. Yeah. Okay. Petey, we have two from you here. You picked up Anthony Fersker, who I've never heard of, for 8WAB. And you also picked up Travis, Travis Fulgham for 8WAB, who has actually been doing pretty well. Uh, Brad, since you're not Petey, you kissing these or slapping these? Bro hug. Bro hugs. Bro hugs. <laughs> bro hugs around. They're, they're just so in, inconsequential. Bro hugs. Bro, bro, decent pickup. Benny Snell, I mean, you know, obviously Connor is not going to go down, but Connor goes down, then yeah, Benny Snell. I mean, just whatever. Yeah, all these are kind of low. Who cares? Uh, Herb Smith. Yeah, Michael Hasty, he, he could be good. Let's not get too hasty on Jermichael Hasty. Um, but yeah, those are the waiver wire web game, wacky web. Everyone loves that. There game, was a right? lot of them. There so. was a lot. Yeah. Too many. <laughs> I kind of lost my steam there and stopped caring. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Next up, we have Ask I, Lucian. Ask I. Yeah. You sort of jumped ahead there. Sorry, everyone else. Your, your pickups just sucked. <laughs> All right. It's the embarrassment of riches, the web king club. There are currently only two people on this list. It is Wes with 177 web and Brad with 168 web. They have more WAB than you, which means they're just better than you. Uh, any thoughts on this, PD? Do you wish you were in this club? Um, no, I'm sort of in a, you got to spend it. You don't want to be sitting on there too long. The longer the season goes, I think sometimes that that's just less options or the less variability there is. So. Well, you heard it here first from PD. You can't take it with you, so you might as well waste it. Well, Lucian has the only one on the list here who's consistently been on the list here. 
It's all about the web. It's all about the web. <laughs> all right, guys, that brings us into the meat of our show. It is the week seven predictions. Everyone's favorite segment. We're all neck and neck with the predictions. Let's see if one of us can take it home this week. We start off with the game of the week. It's Camara Meha versus Cooking Pies. Peter, Petey, Michael Karen, Peters, Creepy Petey. You have made <laughs> the game of the week. What do you think? This is this the second time this year? I don't keep well, track. Well, I know I've got Karen? a little. Karen, you have, you have the floor. Two minutes. <laughs> you can talk, well, Karen, I... and we won't interrupt you. Take all right, all right, all right, then. Here. Just start Maybe five minutes, as many minutes as you want. Do I need just to start, leave just well, speak. Just start talking. When it, yes, yes. Just start talking, okay? Lucian, do All you right. think he... Yeah. Hold on, Lucian. <laughs> yes. Should he start talking? Uh, yes, right. You should start talking right now. No, you should start talking now. All right, ready? <laughs> yes. So, I already got a little bit All of a right. head start on him, but... <laughs> three points to point eight ain't much. I mean, he's has his whole team on bench or on bye week. I mean, and he doesn't have a quarterback in yet. I don't know who he's picking up, but he's probably waiting for uh, a waiver wire to go through, which probably means he's only getting one of those top two guys. So, I mean, obviously, I'm going to pick myself. But <laughs> All right, here to here first. Karen picks Karen to win in a Karen on Karen matchup doubleheader with creepy Karen Peters. <laughs> Brad, who do you think wins this Karen matchup of the week? You know, I, I usually believe that kicking wins matchups, but obviously Graham Gano did not know tonight with only three points. Or like Graham uh, I look over and I see Greg the Leg playing for Dallas at Washington. That's going to be a field goal fest. Uh, but then I look and Tom doesn't have a quarterback. It's, it's, it's a really dire situation over there. That's why Russ... I got to give it Russell Wilson and Karen Creepy, the one, the only Michael Peters. <laughs> All right. Well, that's three Creepy Karens to win this one because I also picked Peters to win uh, in a landslide victory over Kamara Meha. But you know what? Thomas might just win this one because I heard that he got a new wide receiver this week and Jamison Crowder. Will that help him put him over the top and win? Only time will tell. Find out. That point eight from Freeman ain't helping. Yes. Yeah, that, that's pretty ugly. That's that's, that's, that's pretty ugly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wes, dude, you know? can we do like a microphone high five? Good for you, Karen. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Well, that was our matchup of the week, game of the week. Now let's get into our meh wah 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 game of the week. It's Wes's stepfather versus suck up the victories. Both two and four teams. And I'll take it off. I'll start it. I think Hogan is going to be victorious. And and Robbie is going to continue his descent into the ice-cold pit of the toilet bowl. But, Petey, how do you feel? Uh, well, Carr's playing uh, Tampa Bay this week, and they put a pretty big hurting on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it'll be surprising if they do that good again, but... I think with the Raiders having a tough matchup, even if it is at home, uh, I'm going to give it to Robbie. Robbie, wow. Brad, are you siding with Karen Creepy Peters or are you siding with Lucian the Rise Skywalker? <laughs> I'm going to go with Hogan. You know, uh, Keelan Cole has been sneaky good. CeeDee Lamb, Henry, L- Henry uh, Ruggs, Lugged, Ruggs, both have looked very good. You know, I'm a little bit concerned about David Carr. It seems like a little bit of a homer thing. And that's why I'm going completely opposite. Suck up the victories. Robbie has it. <laughs> Ooh, the twist at the end. The name. Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm the contrarian in this one. I'm picking Hogan. Whatever. We'll see how it goes. You know, it is what it is. Well, let's move on. Oh, we got yeah. music. We got music playing here. Oh, hold on. Just oh, you wait. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we have Bamba Joe versus El Chupacabra, the appropriated uh, <laughs> name. Um, we, should just, we should just start calling him the goat sucker, you know, like the Washington football team did. Uh, I really think that's the most fair thing. Uh, so it's Bamba Joe versus the goat suckers, both at three and three. Uh, Petey, who do you think was going to win this one? 
Um, looking at it up and down. I mean, El Chupacabra. I'm always no, rooting for him Petey, to lose. What we just say? Don't use that word. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The goat sucker. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa always... dude, <laughs> he's coming after us. What? Oh, Chupacabra or the ghost sucker? So Petey, he's a ghost sucker. <laughs> Jesus, don't get what the hell, man. The FCC, come on. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bama Joe. I'll just shut up now. Okay, uh, Brad, <laughs> who do you got? Roll Tide, baby. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Are you gonna play some music or what? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting for his game. All right. Well, we have two Joes, and I am going to go the opposite. I'm going to go for Paul. So this could be a big swing this week if uh, if either of us are wrong. Um. Yeah, I just like Paul's team, top to bottom, looking good. Made some good trades early on, and it's going to help help him out. Next up, we have the quarantine hut. Uh, Travis Shotsky versus. Or Shotsky uh, versus Fornhub, Nestor, uh, three and three versus one and five team. I'll start this off. I think Nestor's going to win. Uh, I think it's going to be an easy win. No offense, Travis. Um, and that's just the way it is, the way it goes. Uh, what do you think, Petey? Who's going to win this one? I've always known him as Shotsky. Is that yeah. not correct? No, I, that's right. Yeah, I just Shatsky. keep forgetting. <laughs> Are you saying Shotsky? I just every time I see his name, I just want to be like shot, 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 Yeah, I mean, his team's been pretty beat up. I mean, he's got Beasley in Williams. He can't decide which quarterback he wants to start each week, so it's not looking good. I think Nestor's gonna take it. Okay, Brad, are you thinking along the same lines here? We can't possibly go from 148 to 158 degrees below Fahrenheit. I'm going the quarantine hut. Really? Two weeks in a row, you're going for Travis. Will it come back to bite colder. Brad in the ass? Find out on the next episode of the Send It All podcast. Okay, moving on. Uh, we have the Banker Cat versus Or the Land of McCaffrey. Uh, Brad at 4 and 2 versus Miner at 3 and 3. Brad, take it away. Obviously feeling good about getting 12 out of my defense tonight. I mean, I'm not really worried. I'm going, I'm, I'm hot right now. He's not. You heard it. Hot or not. Brad's hot. Mine or not. Brad, I mean, uh, PDD, do you agree with this? <clears throat> yeah, you definitely got a good start with your defense out there. And ever since the trade's been made for Maynard, it's just gone down. Maynard, Maynard. Yes, Maynard. Maynard. What is it? Minor? <laughs> Mainer, minor. Minor, minor. I think it's minor. Yes, yes. Okay, I'll keep with that one then. No, it's Well, yeah, minor. I'm going to go it's with minor. you, Brad. Okay. I think it's, uh, you got the, got a good head start already, and that trade just killed his team. Killing teams with trades. All right. I am also picking Brad to win this one. I think Brad's getting hot. As uh, the guy from Fifth Element would say, he's hot, hot, hot. Okay, <clears throat> moving on. We have Paul will never own the trophy. Our dear leader, Wes Miller, sitting at three and three versus the Fresh Prince of E. Laird, Jason Q, sitting at four and two. I think Wes is going to win this one. Fresh Prince of E. Laird, he might not have a quarterback. He might not have a running back plan. His team is on the decline, losing two in a row. I think Wes gets this rolling. I think he takes it, takes the victory, and we'll go to four and three. Brad. What do you think about our cheerleaders' chances to win this week? Well, obviously, I, I'd love to pick the dear leader. Um, oh, man, it's really hard right now. Um, you can do it, Frank. We believe in you. <laughs> Are you deviating? I got to go with Jason. I'm going with Jason. Remember me. Remember me. Remember me. Remember me. All right, Jason. Is there any particular reason, or do you just really like Jason's team? There are no bigger fans than us, too, of Jason's team. So. It's just simply because Wes loves Cooper Cup so much, and Cooper Cup's on Jason's team. Ooh. Cooper Cup, the number one receiver on the Rams. I don't know what to do. Do I root for the Rams? Or do you root for... Ah! <laughs> Head exploded. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a Cooper Cup week, so who knows? 
Uh, but Jason is the one I pick. Wes, Petey, who do you think will win? It comes down to you. In the I'm going with Jason too, as much as I don't want him to win. Oh, but uh, is that a I don't know. I don't think new rivalry. rivalry. New rivalry. No, no, no. no. This wow. is just a standing. Okay, we found, standing we found a new rivalry. Standing. Wow. wow. Jason, that's hot. <laughs> Karen Peters versus Jason. Creepy Karen. This just has to do with just the standings. Standings. Oh, what should standing. Jason's nickname be, Lucian? We get, I I don't have one for him yet. I don't either. What I just call him the Fresh Prince. The Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah. I don't have one either. The, the Fresh Prince of Jay Lair. He, he refuses <laughs> to come on the pod. He, he Can I call him Jay? He refuses? He refuses. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, hold on. Wait, he didn't do nothing last year? I mean, he was. Well, why are you to... going after Jason right now, Petey? What's come going on, on here? Why? why are you going after him? I'm trying wow. to get the rivalry going. Just because he didn't come on the pod, you're going to call him out? I think he needs to come on the pod and defend himself. Jason, are you going to take this from Karen right now? I can't believe oh, what I'm Jay- doing. I, I, I want to speak to Jason's manager. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Jason, Jason Petey rivalry. That's hot. Wow. Oh. It might be the hottest rivalry. No, but I'm, gonna, I'm picking Jason just because I don't think Matt Ryan's going to do what he did last week. Well, you hear that, Jason? He he just wants you to advance so he can knock you out. He he says he can knock you out. I don't I don't believe him. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That's my final pick. I'm sticking to it. All right. Well, it looks like again I'm on an island with Wes. We'll see who wins this one. Uh, but the last matchup of the week it is the rise of the Skylar Walker versus Wake and Drake. Boys, are you ready? <laughs> after you were talking about that, I had to watch that movie. Oh, yeah. That's a dope movie. Dope movie. Uh, but yeah, I'm picking myself to win, but you know what? I think this is going to be my toughest matchup to date. I'm looking forward to a, a tough battle, and I just have to give it to myself because I believe. I believe in the rise. Uh, but Petey, how do you feel about this game? Yeah, I mean, you've been definitely putting up points, and I think just getting tough matchups throughout the year, except for last week, you had a pretty easy matchup. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like playing But yeah, you know, they're, <laughs> it's like playing Jets, yeah. Um, I mean, I th- I'm going to go with you. I think you got a good, some good matchups down the line and Claypool's been coming on Kittle's back for you now and he puts up numbers. And so I think your team's getting a little hot at the right time. So, Oh, this is NBA jam right now. We're on fire. We're on fire from three. dong, Brad, who do you pick? <laughs> I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man, but then it was nothing to me but bright. Shadows play you must have a long way. I'm going, Eric. Eric Miller in a blowout. <laughs> Swear to me. All right. He kicked the wall in. I'm very upset by this pick. I cannot believe it just happened. Bane Miller, it appears you have some nefarious fans out there by the name of Brad. Brad the, the Jagstone. I can't believe it. Brad. <laughs> Bully Brad. Brad the Scarecrow. Brad the Arkham, Scarecrow. Arkham's Unfinest. Okay. Uh, fair enough. You know, I think it's going to be close to so... We'll see how it goes. Looking forward to it. Guys, that was all the predictions for the week. This is the end of the show. Is there any last words you'd like to tell our audience while you have the platform, PD? Take it away. Uh, you all start suck. Talking at and any time. and uh, I'm taking it down. No, yeah, so. PD, start talking. We, are you I've talking? I've been talking. What did you say, PD? <laughs> I didn't hear you. Y'all heard me. Oh, hello? hello? Your mic's kind of going out. Hello? Hey, Lucian, hello? what do we hey. say? Remember, guys, we, we hate you We all. hate you all. Well, <laughs> <laughs>